0: CHAPTER Eleven, PAVEMENT-WASHING IN WINTER OF THE TRIALS AND CONFESSIONS OF A HOUSEKEEPER This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. TRIALS AND CONFESSIONS OF A HOUSEKEEPER By T. S. Arthur CHAPTER Eleven, PAVEMENT-WASHING IN WINTER Two weeks of spring-like weather in midwinter, and then the thermometer went hurrying down towards zero with alarming rapidity. Evening closed in with a temperature so mild that fires were permitted to expire in the ashes, and morning broke with a cold nor'wester, whistling through every crack and cranny in a tone that made you shrink and shiver. Winter at last, said I, creeping forth from my warm bed with a very natural feeling of reluctance. Time was the half-asleep and half-awake response of Mr. Smith as he drew the clothes about his shoulders and turned himself over for the enjoyment of his usual half-hour morning nap. It was Saturday, that busiest day in the seven, at least for housekeepers, and as late as half-past seven o'clock, yet the house felt as cold as a barn. I stepped to the register to ascertain if the fire had been made in the heater. Against my hand came a pressure of air—cold air. "'Too bad,' I murmured fretfully. "'That girl has never touched the fire.' So I gave the bell a pretty vigorous jerk. In a few minutes up came Nancy, the cook, in answer to my summons. Why hasn't Biddy made the fire in the heater? I asked. She has made it, Mum. There isn't a particle of heat coming up. I heard her at work down there. I guess she's made it up, but it hasn't begun to burn good yet. Tell her that I want her. She's washing the pavement, mum. Washing the pavement? Yes, mum. What possessed her to wash the pavement on a day like this? It's the right day, mum, it's Saturday. Saturday? Don't you know that the water will freeze almost as soon as it touches the ground? Go and tell her to come in this minute and not throw another drop on the pavement nancy withdrew and i kept on speaking to myself i never saw such creatures no consideration in them washing the pavement on a morning like this little do they care who falls on the ice or who has a broken arm or a broken leg just as i said this i heard a crash and an exclamation without and hurrying to the window looked forth biddy's work was done and well done for the pavement was one sheet of ice, as hard and smooth as glass, and as slippery as oil. Prostrate thereon was a grocer's boy, and just beyond the curbstone, in the gutter, lay the fragments of a jug of molasses. Stepping back quickly to where the bell-rope hung against the wall, I gave it a most determined jerk. Scarcely had I done this ere the door of the adjoining room, which was used as a nursery, opened, and Biddy appeared therein. "'Why, Biddy!' I exclaimed. "'What possessed you to throw water on the pavement this morning?' "'Facts, and how's I to get it clean, ma'am, without water?' coolly returned Biddy. "'Clean! Yes, ma'am, clean!' "'There was no crying necessity to have it cleaned to-day, didn't you see?' "'It's Saturday, Mim,' interrupted Biddy in a voice that showed the argument in her mind to be unanswerable. "'We always wash the pavement on Saturday.' "'But it doesn't do to wash the pavement,' I returned, now trying to put a little reason into her head. "'When it is so cold that water will freeze as soon as it touches the ground—' THE BRICKS BECOME AS SLIPPERY AS GLASS, AND PEOPLE CAN'T WALK ON THEM WITHOUT FALLING. Ugh! AND WHAT HAVE WE TO DO WITH THE PEOPLE? A LOT OF em LOOK TILL THEIR STEPS. BUT PITY THAT WON'T DO. PEOPLE DON'T EXPECT TO FIND PAVEMENTS LIKE GLASS, AND THEY SLIP OFTEN WHILE UNAWARE OF DANGER. JUST AT THIS MOMENT A POOR LAD FELL AND BROKE HIS JUG ALL TO PIECES. "'Did he? And that's the pity for him! Why didn't he walk along like an orderly, decent buddy? Why didn't he look till his steps?' "'Biddy,' said I, seeing that it was useless to hold an argument with her. "'Do you go this minute and throw ashes all over the pavement?' "'Ashes on the clean pavement? Mrs. Smith!' "'Yes, Biddy, and do it at once. There, somebody else has fallen.' I sprung to the window in time to see a woman on the pavement, and the contents of her basket of marketing scattered all around her. "'Go this minute and throw ashes over the pavement!' I called to Biddy in a voice of command. The girl left the room with evident reluctance. The idea of scattering ashes over her clean pavement was, to her, no very pleasant one it seemed to me as i sat looking down from my windows upon the slippery flags and noted the difficulty which pedestrians had to cross them safely that biddy would never appear with her pan of ashes why don't the girl do as i directed had just passed in an impatient tone from my lips when two well-dressed men came in view one at each extremity of the sheet of ice they were approaching and stepped with evident unconsciousness of danger upon the treacherous surface. I had a kind of presentiment that one or both would fall, and my instinct was not at fault. Suddenly the heels of one flew up, and he struck the pavement with a concussion that sprung his hat from his head and sent it some feet in the air." In his efforts to recover himself, his legs became entangled in those of the other, and over he went backwards, his head striking the ground with a terrible shock. I started from the window, feeling, for an instant, faint and sick. In a few moments I returned and looked out again. Both the fallen ones had regained their feet and passed out of sight, and Biddy, who had witnessed the last scene in this half-comic, half-tragic performance, was giving the pavement a plentiful coating of ashes and cinders. I may be permitted to remark that I trust other housekeepers, whose pavements are washed on cold mornings, and their name, I had almost said, is legion, are as innocent as I was in the above case, and that the wrong to pedestrians lies at the door of thoughtless servants but is it not our duty to see the wrong has no further repetition? It has been remarked that the residence of a truly humane man may be known by the ashes before his door on a slippery morning. If this be so, what are we to think of those who coolly supply a sheet of ice to the sidewalk? End of chapter 11 Pavement Washing in Winter Read by Kehinde of BahaTrek.com